0: All right, salutations to all the nations. Welcome to a Swab Experience with your boy DD here. And yo, I got a special episode today. We got two guests, and this is the first time, actually, where I actually had two guests at the same time. So we're breaking records. So without further ado, we're going to start with the new guest of the show. He's been my homie since day one. Actually, I actually don't remember the first time I met him because... We were just born together type of thing. So shout out to Josh. So Josh, plug your social media. Let the people know what you're up
1: to. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm just keeping it cool, bro. Just chilling. Always, always trying to work hard. Follow me on Instagram, Fendi. Yeah, that's pretty much it. No Twitter thing? Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: cool. he, 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 his Twitter be wild. So. It's funny,
1: though.
2: I read that's it. I, read it I crack up every time. Yo, sometimes I see Josh tweets. I'm like, he needs to be verified. Exactly. All right. Shane,
0: they know you already, but just remind them.
2: Yeah, you guys already know me. I've been here before. And I told you guys from the first time that uh, me and Didi talked about the league that we would have to come back and uh, obviously bring Josh along. Because he's pretty passionate, just as passionate as us about yeah. this topic. So <laughs>
0: And he's probably uh, the most knowledgeable. Yeah, world, yeah, the most
2: knowledgeable. I've seen him ball. You know, he can you can put up get a little buckets. one too. You can put up a little one too. But I'm plugging my social media. Follow me on Instagram at ShaneH52. And follow me on Twitter at Shane underscore Harris6. All
0: right. So today we're not gonna get into the word of the day, all those other stuff that I normally do. We're just gonna get right into it because we have a lot of ground to cover. A ton of it, I'll tell you that much. It's so much stuff to cover. So right now, this is the first time in our history as young men growing up watching basketball where there is no LeBron in the playoffs, there's no Dwayne Wade, there's no Kobe, no Tim Duncan. All the guys that we grew up watching are not in the playoffs anymore for the most part. So how do you guys feel about that? And how has the NBA changed since then?
2: All right, we need to date back to who remembers back in the day when it used to be the Kobe against the big three in in, in Boston. Yeah, if anything I would say, you know, Kobe's probably
1: had the toughest competition of all time. He doesn't get enough credit for that. Being um, even with his team that he had that he carried on his back, he played those tough Denver Nuggets with tough. Billups, Melo, Jr. You name it. You know what I'm saying? Back those Suns where he would get robbed of his MVPs. <laughs> Stephens, yeah, but Steve did play well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Those tough Suns teams, he stopped a lot of guys from trying to get to the finals. That's he true. even took out those Spurs himself and won his rings. I think he, he accomplished a yeah. lot.
0: Honestly, I think our generation overlooks him. And even though I am a LeBron fan, I will give credit where credit is due. Because when I was watching Kobe, didn't like him because he was so good. Kind of like Tom Brady, but now I respect the game in hindsight and I understand that he was actually good.
2: He's playing the uh, West, too. He's playing the West, too. Yeah, Yeah. you you know, you got to always respect game. You got to always respect game. I mean, obviously, you know, we grew up in an era where really LeBron was like dominating the NBA, right? But like Kobe, holy, when we were kids, like, I remember when everybody used to shoot shoot pieces of paper into the garbage <laughs> yeah, can and yeah, yell Kobe, Kobe. Kobe. Exactly. Everybody used to yell Kobe, and it's, and it's that's probably never gonna die. You yeah. know, and, and as much as you used to say it, nobody's ever gonna fade away and shout, LeBron. Like nobody's nah, gonna say It's, that. Crazy it's gone, changed, though. It's if you think changed. about it,
1: I was doing research uh, a while back just to see how tough the comp- stiff competition was back then. You got eighth seed teams in the West getting near 55 wins you know what i'm saying yeah, that's crazy. and when you think about that that's crazy when think about change, it now yeah. because the margin of competition has sort of Changed. decreased it's, it's diminished now that everybody's starting their big threes and super teams and super teams you had wade going right at kobe exactly you yeah. had melville actually playing defense. you know what i'm saying you remember like,
2: you remember <laughs> when oh, you remember God. when D wade broke kobe's nose yeah, oh, yeah, broke yeah, yeah. His nose in game, right? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah that's bro. crazy. That's when
0: the All Star game was competitive. That's when
2: it was competitive, bro. But not even just the All Star game, right? That's when the entire NBA, like Josh was saying, was competitive. Exactly. Right, everybody was, everybody had their team. Exactly. Everybody had their team. People didn't really want to pair up. You would get an OKB okay player on your team. You know what I mean? Like, really, the height of everything is probably like what. Kobe and Shaq is probably yeah, mm-hmm. the closest we've seen. But that's fair, though. That's fair. That's fair. You got to, you, you got you know, you got a, you got a front court
1: guy. You got a, you got a back court guy. Then you got to think about LeBron's feet almost being in the fi- not just being in the finals alone yeah. for almost a decade itself on different <laughs> teams. <laughs> on different teams, it's That's crazy it. enough as yeah. it is. But this is the first time he's missing the playoffs. No. I think what is this ever? Or yeah, that's I think crazy so, yeah. when you think that's about it. But they, they probably would have made it if you didn't get injured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the NBA, NBA missing would. LeBron in the playoffs is, yeah. is definitely impactful yeah. due to their ratings.
2: It's weird, bro. It's actually it is actually weird. weird. I'll, I'll give you that. It, it is weird because now when I go on social media, all I see about LeBron is him, like, turning up on a vacation. Right. And Taco like, Tuesday thing. Taco tu- <laughs> yeah, Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> like. It's weird not seeing him in the playoffs now. But on the other hand, it does open up a lot of other opportunities. Yeah, now we have different players taking over the NBA. And it makes
0: it fair now because now it's not just one guy and everybody else. It's like you got your steps, you have your Kawhis, you have your Dame leaders now.
2: So you can root for
0: more people than just one guy against everybody else.
2: Yeah, that's like how crazy is it that LeBron leaves a conference and all of a sudden that conference is like it's free game it's exactly. free game i
1: wanted to see him go to the west though you know what i'm saying yeah. to prove himself
0: as, i want to
2: see how he's going to produce there as he a
0: you, competition. if if he, if he has more competition listen
2: man he signed a, he signed what a four year he, so he signed a four year
0: yeah
2: he's probably let's say he heals properly this year, this off season. he comes back he still has a solid another two maybe three like Actual full-on LeBron years left in him on that Lakers team. Right. This is LeBron
1: we're talking about. You know, this is the guy that you know every year you wait for the playoffs for him to see to what he's going to do, prove that you know he's still the king. He's you know, he's still key, the yeah, best yeah, player yeah, in, in the world. world. He didn't get the chance or opportunity to yeah. do that this year, so the crown is up for grabs right now, as we right like now. to say. Speaking of which, who do you guys think, in your personal opinion, is next in
0: line for the throne for the <laughs> NBA? <laughs>
1: <sighs>
2: That's the you, uh, you might honestly that's hard. That's um, hard.
1: But if I would have to say um skill set, I like personally I like Kawhi. Okay. Because he reminds his game reminds me a lot of Michael Jordan's game, you yeah, know what I'm saying? All around player. But um uh it's it's a tough question when you ask Jeez. that question. Because you have you have, you name. have Kevin Durant, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant's great. But at the same time, has he carried that same load as no. most of these guys in the NBA, as Giannis and and Kawhi? Yeah. So due to that, I can't really credit him for what he's done in Golden State because he has the easy, in My opinion, he has the easiest job in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> you have Steph Curry. Steph Curry is probably the most yeah. impactful player out there on the court. You have Klay yeah. Thompson. So if Klay like, Thompson, who's guarding the the hardest, guard, he's guarding the toughest offensive player, and you could defense. have a, you could yeah. have a
2: healthy DeMarcus Cousins, and, like, and you have Draymond, down low, who's you just have Draymond out there playmaking
1: for you and just solely playing defense. Exactly. That's his job when when KD's out there. Mm-hmm. So until I see KD carry the same load as these guys, as LeBron and and the Kawhis and the, 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 the Giannis's, yeah. I'll, I'll credit him. But he's a great scorer, yeah. don't get me wrong. Probably
0: one of the best we've seen. I need to see him yeah,
1: lead man. a team for himself, go yeah. to the finals with a different core in order for me to deem him the best player in the world.
2: Man, it's great. it's tough man it's tough because then you have you have people like damian lillard like okay yeah he got sweat they got swept by the warriors but like dame was still putting up what 40 plus a game <laughs> <laughs> like you know you understand what i mean so like it, and it's hard they were missing who are they missing your yeah. yeah, they were missing. They were missing, missing. They were missing I think him. his definitely picked up. Yeah, And, they, and his canter stepped they up for football. sure. During Dane needs more
1: more um help around him. Yeah, uh, I think he's him. a great player, but I wouldn't even
2: consider him top top five. five. Top right top now. I okay. same thing, and I'm gonna sound so biased saying this, but I have to go with Kawhi. Kawhi? Like, I have to go with Kawhi because. He's just so composed. He's so composed. He's so humble. Like we were talking about this before. He's probably like one of the most humble guys in the NBA, like bar none. Yeah. And he does everything you need.
0: Everything you need and
2: more. And more. And then some. He's a prolific scorer. He'll go get you 35 you points it on a game. Both ends. He's gotten better. That's the scary. better. That's the scary. He's on both
1: ends. And you know, everybody thought, you know, the Bucks going to the NBA finals versus the Warriors. And what happened? He shut down Giannis. Shut Giannis down down. was shocked. Yeah, yeah, I saw a photo of Giannis in a go-kart. <laughs> and I'm like, he really did that to that guy. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? You back. got Joel Embiid crying. Probably one of the best centers in the NBA. <laughs> probably <laughs> Top three. He's out there crying. Cry you know like, what I'm like, saying? Like, him with shot in his face. So uh, I'm gonna have to give the crown to him until Quiet. LeBron somehow, somehow comes, comes back. back next year and proves himself. Yeah. Until then, I'm saying Kawhi is probably the best player in the NBA. I can
0: agree. 100%. Right now, you have to say Kawhi. Based off numbers, based off what he's done for Toronto, brought them over the hump.
1: Don't get me wrong. Steph Curry's been doing his thing, too, yeah. with his 36 points. Dropped 30, I think, for eight games straight now. Yeah. And this 47. I just think, bro, you got to do it on both ends. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah.
2: You got to do it on both like, ends. We're talking about a guy that like in, in okay in the past I would say two rounds of these playoffs rebounding has been the name of the game right mm-hmm. rebounding has been the name of the game because when you're a raptors team that's going up against a long big team like Milwaukee yeah you know you got to get boards yeah and it's not like okay like yes we have you know we have Marcus All we have Serge Ibaka but it's like the rest of our team is I wouldn't say undersized but not up to par with, like, Milwaukee's length, let's length, say,
0: yeah. right? Or even yeah.
2: Philly's length, or, you know, Philly's length, right? So when you have somebody like Kawhi Leonard who's going out every game and putting up a stat line of, like, 30-17-5, and five, mm-hmm. like... My thing is he, the, the Spurs were up 23 against a healthy
1: Warriors team, probably the healthiest they've ever been. Yeah, yeah. No one was injured, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And he played with a bunch of vets, and some young guys, yeah. And this was Kawhi doing this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what would have happened if he never got injured is my thing. Yeah. Maybe and, had and for him to come back being injured for two years straight, lead a team to the finals, yeah. in a whole other conference with with barely playing a lot of games in a regular season is is crazy to me. And still leading, he's yeah. taking over as the leading scorer of
2: all time and, okay, that's and That's crazy. one season. One that's the thing that gets me too is that, like, we're talking about a guy that's played one season with a team and is supposed to leave the team in, like, every single playoff cat. That's <laughs> like, crazy.
0: Nah, we have never seen a player like this in Toronto. Like, it's ridiculous. And, and it, I know a lot of super, people super are hurt about Vince and McGrady leaving, but honestly... I'd say besides McGrady, I think Kawhi is probably the best we've ever had.
2: Because if you go back, and I guarantee you, you ask any Raptors fan, old or new, doesn't matter. If yeah. you ask them, you know, would you read? Would you go back on that trade and take Demar instead of Kawhi Leonard? Every yeah. single person would take Kawhi. Leonard. Oh, it's Every single DeMar. person would take Kawhi. Leonard. But, but, but at the time that it happened, though, last
1: season was the last drop. I don't know about it, all the guys. <laughs> Last season was the last draw for me. You can't be getting benched as a primary scorer oh, yeah. of your team That's in the playoffs. That's, That's terrible.
0: You can't. It doesn't even make any sense because if you look at it, if you have a person mm-hmm. that you're trusting to lead your team and he's giving you eight points and he's a
2: shooting guard, yeah, it's like come on, it's like okay, really? You're, you're, so I how much him. were we paying him? How much were we paying him? Too, too much. Too we were paying him a lot of money, much. bro. We were paying him like a lot of money.
0: Man, like even for guys like us who just play high school and maybe a little bit of uni, if we're not producing, you're on the bench
2: and we're well, not even getting produce, paid, bro. bro.
1: You're At the end of the day, you're getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Millions. You bro. need to go ahead and do your job. If you're not getting your job done,
0: what's the point, bro? And that Cavaliers team was garbage. It was pretty much LeBron and oh, a haphazard Kevin Love. They should have won that series, bro.
2: Yeah, that's, 100%. They should have won that series for sure. And then the part that gets me the most is when we played them in the reg- – when we played Cleveland the regular season that year, yeah. we beat them by, like, 25 points. You remember that? It was a complete exactly. – it was, like, one of the biggest stories. We beat yeah. them by, like, 25 points. I was, like, coming into the playoffs, I was, like, yo, we got this. this. Like, We're we got this. Starting. But a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the things, you know what
1: I'm saying, is – is comes down to your mental game as yeah, well because you look at it, Kyle Lowry and and um, DeMar DeRozan were very mental type players, they weren't out there, just go ahead and do what I, I need to do, like Kawhi. You they know what I'm saying? Yeah, they play. and that changed the whole culture of the team. You yeah. your leader is always constantly playing on based off what's going on and how he's thinking, yeah. You, that's the difference between some superstars and all-stars. That's what separates yeah, them.
2: Exactly. No, but that's something that I also – it's funny that you mentioned that because it's something that I also wanted to bring up as well is that when that DeMar trade happened, obviously everybody knows that Kyle and DeMar are like absolute best friends. Yeah. Uh, and we knew – everybody knew that it was going to have some sort of impact on Kyle. Mm-hmm. All right, Everybody knew that. All right, But at the start of the season when they started playing – I guess you could say Kyle got off to like a shaky start in the yeah. regular season. And then, you know, you know how the Toronto fan base is. If somebody gets off to a bad start or, you know, it's kind of, everybody just kind of shifts that person off. Oh, we need to get rid of them. Like whatever, whatever, like this, to happen, this, this, to happened. But what do you guys think about the rebound of Kyle Lowry coming into the playoffs? Because I, I would say he improved. He did improve. <laughs> I would say he improved. I'm
0: just saying for me personally, I'm just thinking about it this way. It's just if we're paying you to do a specific job, I'm asking you to do a consistent amount of effort, bro. Just put in the work. That's all I'm asking. And Josh can attest to this too, because we were both tweeting about how he's not producing. Cause we've seen him produce well yeah. before. That's our word. Yeah. that's the sense we're coming from. Not to say get rid of him just because we think he's trash, it's just we know you can do better, bro, and we're paying you.
2: No, we know, think, and, we, and we've talked about that before. We've talked about that before. Like we know that he was eventually going to turn it around, but it was just kind of funny to see how all the fans just kind of turn it back.
1: Where the misconception with Kyler is, you know, you can always depend on him on the defensive end. Yeah. He's yeah. going to bring that tenacity. You know what I mean? Um, I think the problem was with DeRozan; he was forced to become that secondary scorer. Yeah. Now you bring in Kawhi bring in Danny Green, you have Pascal having a great year. Mm-hmm. He gets to step back and sort of become the third option on on yeah, offense. So, can. and that's where his game sort of changed. We don't really see the aggressiveness so much anymore from him on yeah. in, on the offensive end, but, but we see it on the does. Defense. Yeah, when he does, when he yeah. does, it's he turns it on. There's like, no doubt about it. We're gonna win
2: that game. last night's game three, we, like last night's game twenty three points. <laughs> Twenty-three and points. He, he was pulling up from anywhere he wanted on the yeah, court, and like, like, that's
1: the call everybody wants to see—the aggressive side about. of him. But it, it's his role now is more. He can more focus on being the point guard and being more of the playmaker sort of thing. Now that we have Kawhi who can give you thirty any night right, on so a right. consistent basis, and that, that's, Pascal who can come in and score, Mark Gasol—more yeah, yeah, weapons to work right, with. Right, so that's something
2: that I think Masai Ujiri did a very good job of—is kind of. Is kinda, rounding the troops back in, right? Yeah, because, you know, losing – going into a season and losing DeMar DeRozan, who at the time was the franchise player, losing Jonas Valanciunas, firing, firing the coach of the year, you yeah. get a lot of heat. You yeah, get a lot yeah, of heat for coming that. for him, though. Everybody's coming for his head, and I kind of feel like if 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 this season didn't turn out the yeah, way it right, did –
0: would have got away with him. Yeah. Him. I honestly yeah. agreed
2: with every move he made. I
0: do. I do
1: sometimes some – some point – you either gotta blow it up and get a whole cultural change because when when um, what's his name again? What was the coach's name again? Oh, uh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, when when Dwayne Casey was coaching, there was a lot of isolation okay. basketball Old going on. Basketball. Yeah, and now we Old have
2: more ball movement in our offense. Oh yeah cuz you have and I, I think I spoke about this with with I think it was with Josh before. Yeah. The way that Nick Nurse coaches the team is so much more different and the guys look like they can go out there and like play and they'll have, fight, fight for him. They'll fight for him. You know he doesn't I mean?
0: even yell that much. Either. He's
2: like Steve Kerr. That's what I said. I remember I said I was like he's like Steve Kerr. Yeah, like they don't they really yell. yell they just kind of two times throughout the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you feel like you're on a professional team. Your coach yells at you twice. That's crazy. But at the same token it Steve Kerr probably way. never yells at the Warriors. Probably not. Every time I look at Steve Kerr, I so would not yell at the Warriors. If you got yell Demarcus <laughs> KD
1: with an <laughs> possibly very underrated playoff player. Yeah. You got a lot of weapons. I'm not yelling at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I yeah, I, do out. I really got a
2: coach? You know what I'm saying? If he does if, really if Demarcus wants to shoot a three, Demarcus can shoot a three. Everyone on their team can shoot a three, bro.
0: That's scary. Just take
2: that in. And when it
0: comes to DeMar as well, yeah. I just don't want to hear any of these Nicole Raptors fans talking about, oh, we love Kawhi now and all that stuff. Because I remember the day the trade happened, people all were, these people yeah. were crying and were pissing crying. and moaning. I'm like, yo, shut up. Because you guys don't even know who Kawhi is, bro. They
2: didn't at the time. We're know. talking about a guy that dismantled LeBron. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> I was like, I'm so win the house overjoyed at with what, the, the what age was he 20 I was
0: no, happy he was 21
1: 20. he was 21 and he so was LeBron in his prime so I was happy <laughs> when, you know, like, you'd see LeBron be like oh
0: yeah, this when, guy again yeah, this yeah, guy yeah yeah he checks in again. he's like oh
2: god that's crazy he's bro. a stud bro. So. you know how crazy you have to you know how crazy good you have to be at the age of 21 for LeBron James to and look and be
0: like oh my god
1: you know Demar went through he really embraced the city and showed people Love that him. you know of course. this is a great of course. city with a with a great culture and great people behind it. And you know, I, I think Kawhi sort of got a gist of that now, yeah. And he's seen a whole bunch of that. I'm confident that he's he's probably gonna stay here.
2: He has a whole country behind him, bro. And the thing is, I kind of I see I kind of correlate the way that we saw Demar grew up to kind of how we're looking at Pascal right now. Because if you look back in the day, I remember when DeMar just, just, just got drafted and, like, you know, came in. It was the time that we had Chris Bosh. And, like, you know, DeMar was just, like, still a (laughs) bald-headed kid. Andrea Bargnani. Bargnani. And and you kind of watch DeMar turn from just a draft pick that nobody really knew about to a James Harden-type player in the regular season that gets to the line, shoots the most free throws in the year and we're kind of seeing the same kind of trend with Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Because now Pascal has the opportunity like Josh said you can sit back and you kind of you don't have to carry a whole team by yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? You have different offensive production people like I I think we're going to see the same thing. Like I think Pascal is going to get up there and now that you have somebody like Kawhi Leonard who's been in the league for a while now, you know and we both, we all said it already, like yeah. Kawhi's a player that plays both ends of the floor extremely well. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine mm-hmm. what kind of stuff that people like Pascal, like Norm, Fred, what they yeah. could be learning from this guy too? I see. Like, Pascal is stealing side because you got to remember he won
1: MVP of the, the G League not too long ago before we called him up to come and start for the Raptors. Yeah. Won MVP of the G League, took them to the championship and won them. Won to 905 the championship yeah you know what i mean so this guy is a, is a great player like possibly a defensive player of the year or first team defensive team yeah and stuff like that so we
2: have a bright future with him well that's the thing Think too because the raptors even with the g league going on everybody kind of sleeps on what the raptors 905 has been doing too because look at that our our head coach that brought us to the finals we had him in the g league he won what two championships with them All right, we had Pascal in the G League. He won G League MVP, and we had Chris Boucher, who just came up from the G League. (laughs) Same thing, G League MVP. It's like we're we're getting a lot of homegrown production. We're getting a lot of Mm -hmm. homegrown production from that team. All right, so and everybody kind of watches the big stage on the NBA, but everybody forgets that like the the Raptors, yeah, the process behind it. Right, the Raptors nine hundred five is the process behind it.
0: That's ridiculous, man, and. It's just good to see that the city in general is enjoying this. We were talking about this before we even started recording and how Toronto seems to be at peace with themselves. I know we have a lot of politics going on with Ontario and provincial and all that stuff, why not? But you can see that there's a lot of camaraderie amongst people, like no matter the age, no matter the race That's between true. men and women. It seems peaceful and it seems surreal at the moment because None of us. If you asked us when we were kids if the rappers would ever made the finals, you'd probably Uh, laugh at your face. Oh,
2: man. I never thought. I I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, I never thought (laughs) I'd see the day. I honestly never
1: thought I'd. God, God, you know, I I had the opportunity to see the day, but like that, like you said, with the whole cultural and and friendliness around the city, we haven't really seen anything like this since 1992, when when Jays won the World Series. You know what I'm saying? Brought a lot of people together. This is a historical moment
2: for Canadian heritage.
0: Even mm-hmm. if you're not a fan of Raptors at all, you just got to appreciate it.
2: And that's the thing, too, because like we heard Masayu Jiri speak uh, media day right before the finals had begun. And he said something that really put it into perspective for me is that the Raptors are a global team. Yeah. The Raptors are the global team because we're the only team that's outside of the United States in the NBA. Right. Yeah. So then, even for people who are, let's say, in China, you know, where, wherever it is, doesn't, doesn't even matter. Wherever it is, wherever basketball is popular, they kind of look naturally for the team that's outside of the United States. Yeah. Because the United States is always kind of like this big giant that everybody's always trying to topple. So to see, you know, a team that isn't from the states do so well uh, and and do it with homegrown people is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like I honestly no, honestly, like I never thought I'd see the day of
0: this. Nah. Never. Never in my
2: life. <laughs> I didn't
0: even think they were gonna go to the Eastern Conference ever.
2: This is when they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, I was like I was kind of shocked. I was I was shocked, And I was like, I'm happy here, bro. If we lose, if we lose, I'm happy here. Honestly, that's how I felt. Because they
0: did it in twenty sixteen where they lost but but against, they, LeBron and LeBron Kyrie. against LeBron and Kyrie.
2: Yeah,
0: but that's still pretty good even just making it past the hump with uh, the whole issue with Vince, how he couldn't get us past AI. So it's yeah. it weird how it's, the story's changed now, how Kawhi brought them even further beyond that.
2: It's almost like it's almost like a movie, man. It's almost like it's not real. Like you said it before, it's like it's surreal. Real. It doesn't feel real. It's man. almost like it's surreal because, you know, the Raptors, Raptors fans have been through – Oh my God! The true fans, hell in high water, man. Like I can't even tell you hell in high water, right, but like primo. to see this happen. Name some of
0: those old players.
2: Ooh, Andrea Bargnani. Pre- uh, we don't call him. We're not calling by his name primo, primo Pasta. Primo Pasta. Uh, Jose you got, Calderon. You got
1: Anthony Parker. Anthony Lenis Parker. Lisa. Larry <laughs> Gray. Up. Reggie Evans. John <laughs> Salmons. Yeah. You oh, know, these uh, guys, like, right, Jamario like, like, Moon, Jamario
0: Moon like, Dumb contest, right?
2: man. That guy buddies. Yeah, buddies. Yeah. Yeah. buddies. Okay, we had washed up Sean Marion on our team. You know what I mean? Like, I remember you know, everybody used to was, roast us for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a volleyball pass. Sunny Weems, you know, uh, uh,
1: Mo Pete. Like, we had a lot of guys on this, on this washed team. Washed
0: down Hakeem, too. Even Jared
1: Jack used to start for us. Like I don't think TJ some of Ford, fans really TJ understand Ford, yeah you know how huge this is because it's it's crazy being a long time fan and seeing all of this
2: all unfold. transformation man it's, it's 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 very good to see it's very good to see because that tells it tells me that the raptors have a bright future yeah. that's what that tells me the raptors have a bright
0: Shows future Toronto and even when Drake was became ambassador I always people were kind of skeptical about it back when you signed, I think it was 2014. What did I say? It? First thing I Rock said, I said it was, thing, it was a good thing. Smart move. It's a good thing.
2: Smart move. Cause he's just changing
0: the narrative
2: of, because now it kind of brings, okay. And and the thing is the Raptors want to push an urban culture. We all know that the Raptors want to push an urban culture. Yeah. Yeah. What better person to have as your team ambassador than Aubrey, <laughs> Aubrey <laughs> Graham. Graham?
1: Sort of for like Spike Lee, you know yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah. On the side Yeah. Sideline. Yeah. They had Spike Lee back in the day trying yeah, to trash right.
2: talk all these players. Yeah, it's man. smart, man. It's a, it's a super smart move. And what did I tell you when it, when it happened? Uh, yeah. It was literally like, he's, it's a smart business move for him too. Yeah.
0: Because he's going to get
2: so much money. Like when we were watching the playoffs, no, we were watching
0: game two at Boston Pizza. How many times have you seen that commercial of him like, oh, you can download his Spotify. Yeah, yeah. You can download <laughs> his <laughs> Spotify <meaningless>. playlist. <places. laughs> He's on the biggest on Spotify already. Exactly. Right? It's ridiculous, man. But Drake's doing his thing. I like how he did the whole practice court for... Yeah, like, the OBO or Athletic or Center. That.
2: Those jerseys are tough. Crazy. I want one.
0: He's <laughs> <Those laughs> <jerseys laughs> <are laughs> <super laughs> probably going to put them on sale. They have I, to. So I many I people have been
2: requesting it, it that I guarantee you they're going to do it because, like, Bro, like if you guys go to
0: the Ajax thing on Friday or on Monday, they hand out nice t-shirts, bro. I seen them yesterday. It, I think it's like Jurassic Park of the East. I think it has like We the North on the
2: back. Hashtag We in the North.
0: So it's pretty clutch, bro. So everyone in Ajax, make sure you touch Jurassic Park. Pat Bailey Pat Square. Bailey Square, bro.
2: Bailey and what? Bailey and Arwood? Yeah, Bailey and Arwood. Bailey and Arwood.
0: They're doing it on Friday. It's going to be lit on Friday, and then they're doing it on Monday, and I'll be there on Monday.
2: I'll probably touch on Monday, too, if the weather's blessed.
0: Yeah, if the weather's blessed, reach still. All right, so we're going to just take a quick intermission, and then we'll get back, lay down some facts, talk about the NBA playoffs, the Raptors, all that, here on a Swab Experience with your boy, D.D., Shane, and Josh. Peace. Yo, we're still here with the crew, and we're still talking about the NBA playoffs. Now we're going to be talking about Golden State's dynasty versus Toronto's first win. Okay, so we know that if Golden State wins, they'll be one of the few teams that actually had a three peat. That's since, crazy. Since Michael? Since what? It hasn't been um, since Michael, bro. Because Kobe, Kobe and Shaq didn't have a three peat. Kobe and Shaq didn't have a three I don't think they three peated. Yeah, they won... Back to back and missed a year, than won the next year, I think.
1: Just Could be you. the uh, – I don't think the Lakers back in Magic State three-peated either. The Lakers did. and oh, they did? And uh, uh, Boston. I know Lakers, Boston, and okay.
2: Chicago might have 3 Uh Okay, let's hear this. Um, No. Oh no, got, uh, so, okay, oh, no, because they got – Oh, no, they did, they did, they, they did, they did, bro. Yeah. Because, look, yeah. it's – Oh, yeah, because Kobe won 2,000. Kobe won three rings. Yeah, so they did three yeah. yeah, they did. Okay. to The 2,000. The two, so it's been
0: a while since someone had a
2: 3P. <laughs> well, you have to consider a team a dynasty if they 3P, right? Yeah. I That's mean, so Golden State's so. kind of already a dynasty.
0: Already in itself. Uh yeah, definitely, because you have Boston Celtics, 59 to 66. Then the Bulls, 91 and 93. Michael decided he wanted to play baseball for a bit and then just come back and run. That's good. That's
1: put out a 4 beat, yeah. a five-feet
0: for sure. Yeah, he would have beat the Rockets, though. Oh, yeah. But it's crazy to see that. So what is more at stake for the Raptors or for Golden State? What is your guys'
2: view in regard to that? I think that Golden State probably has more at stake because regardless of what happens from here on out, I feel if the Raptors lose in the finals, I feel like Toronto will still be happy with the way the season turned out, regardless. I mean, obviously we want a championship and we want nothing less. Yeah. And they do too. But at the end of the day, Golden State losing to a team that's been to the playoffs or that's been to the finals for the first time ever. You know, it's kind of a little dicey on the same year that you're gonna have KD become a free agent, Clay's yeah. gonna become a free agent, and he's not gonna get his uh super max from the Warriors. Yeah, I think um yeah. I think
1: Golden State's fine either way, KD yeah. stays or not. I think they're fine. They can now invest that money elsewhere into uh putting their bench and getting more depth in on their bench. They do get that. Um uh, Raptors, uh Raptors are fairly fresh, so I don't really think it matters what really happens. I think everybody's just happy that they're here uh, in the finals. So yeah, Warriors probably do have more at stake. They're they're probably gonna lose arguably the best player in the world uh, in the offseason. Clay is probably I see Clay is probably gonna stay. You think I, Clay's gonna stay? I don't, I don't think Clay has the intentions of going anywhere
2: else. Listen, man, I heard a rumor that uh, Golden State came for Game 1 in Toronto. I think it was on a Thursday or or a Wednesday. Yeah, I heard Clay was in Toronto from the Monday. <laughs> oh, really? I heard Clay was in the... I, no, I'm serious. I heard Clay was in Toronto from the Monday, and I heard a couple of people seen him on roads, and asked him why he was here was so early, and he said he just wanted to see the scenery.
0: Toronto. Mm, I mean... You
2: any, that
1: can mean anything. Yeah, Charles is a great place. Charles Brown, Charles Charles Brown. Everybody, loves Toronto. Even Kevin Durant said to Toronto you know, is the best city. Toronto, too. yeah. Even <laughs> yo, <big laughs> think you, know. didn't, you didn't. Katie loves Toronto. You know what I'm saying. KD said he grew uh, up. The Raptors his were his favorite, favorite team. team. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: So I don't. I don't really think that's that that much. You mean LeBron loves Toronto, Toronto yeah. as well. Oh, yo! Because
0: so, I heard a thing about. Back when Drake released his first mixtape, what is mm-hmm. it called? So Far Gone? So Far Gone. Yeah, yeah so he was gone. there for the release date. Yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah everybody loves
1: everybody. Toronto. Toronto's a great place. Yeah. Uh, so wouldn't put it past anybody. If Toronto's a world-class city. It yeah, is, you know, and I'm, I'm telling you. A it's
2: world-class city, And, and so, that's the thing that, like, the people from the States it. that have never been to, like, Toronto... They literally think that it's just another Canadian city. They, you know what I mean? They just kind well, of. depends uh, on where you
0: go, bro. Because like some states, they do really recognize Toronto. Because if the first time they ask you where you're from and they're from Canada, they say, "Are you from Toronto or Vancouver?" That's true. That's true. They don't care about Montreal
2: that much. That's true. But, well, that's because that's <laughs> because <laughs> Quebec wants French. to be their whole. They're a whole country. Y'all,
1: y'all can stay over <laughs> here, warriors, warriors, warriors will be fine. Though. Yeah, you know, him. you'll still have KD. No, you don't have KD, but you'll still have Curry, Clay, and, and Dray, Draymond. Yeah. And I think with those three, you still have a very good, good shot team. at winning they the finals. They won without KD anyway. Yeah, and they won without KD to get here anyways. And people really overlook what Steph Curry can actually she really do, do yeah. over the oh, short time. We know Steph well, Curry. He's right though. In 2016, this guy would come on the court, drop. 30 and three quarters and not playing the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, how I mean, wild mean, that is. You <laughs> went, what, 73 and nine? Yeah. With just Steph Curry. <laughs> mm. yeah. How do you Clay, only, how does
2: a team only lose got,
1: nine games in a season? You yeah. got Clay dropping 60 points on 11 dribbles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Draymond Green getting triple doubles whenever he wants. Yeah, that's true. So, he defensive player of the year, too. That's yeah. true. You had a defensive player of the year, MVP, and defensive all-team player on your team. That's true. You have a great shot at winning the finals every year. I think whatever goes on from here on out, they're good either way.
2: So I say, drink. They don't need Demarcus or Katie, they're luxuries. And, and and you know, yeah, like sure. even because like we overlook this, but like Andrew Bogut's not a slouch, you know what I mean? That's like, another bogus right a... Quinn Cook. Years. Bro, Quinn Cook is is a good player. He's a good, he's a good second-tier guy. He's a they're good second tier guy. You got Kayvon Looney now showing out playing yes, very units.
1: You know. So they're gonna be fine. they'll be fine. Regardless. They have their veterans,
2: like you said before, they have Igadala, they have Livingston, like those are veteran guys, you know, bring a veteran right. presence, young guys are there, like the Warriors are looking good, man. The Warriors are looking really good. Now it's just a matter of, a, can they produce? It's, yeah, I think
1: they'll be, they'll be fine. They'll be around still.
2: So, you know, they'll the always world. be around. It's the Warriors. Mm-hmm.
1: Can, you know, will the Lakers dethrone them? Who's yeah. going to dethrone yeah. them? You know, OKC?
2: Imagine, and I've said this before, and I've said this before. Imagine if uh, okay. OKC somehow had gotten James Harden and KD to say. But I
1: think what I like happens was, is they don't develop the way as much.
2: Because yeah.
1: Harden, you know, Harden's a prolific scorer. He can give you Harden needed his own team. good night, and he developed into the player he is now because of the, the style of play he's been yeah, able yeah. to play more yeah. free yeah. in his own system with Mike D'Antoni over there. So I think you know they don't become who they are now. They all remain together. Yeah. He so was know, coming off man. the bench, bro. Yeah, like, he had a coming off
2: the bench. I mean, and and you already know how Mike Dantoni's coaching style is. Like yeah. he's he said it many times before. He doesn't even care about defense. He said offense is the way to go. And he said if he said before that if his players, uh if his players go on the court and they don't play defense, they're just not gonna be on the floor. But he's a very there, he's a very offensive minded coach. Yeah. You know, yeah, a lot of coaches serious. are very defensive minded. Greg Popovich is a very defensive minded coach, but Mike D'Antoni is shoot or shoot. <laughs> that's that's how he feels. That's why you have guys like Eric Gordon who can shoot threes, yeah. Chris Paul who gets you assists. Like, you know what I mean. And we all know there's jokes about you know James Harden's defense and whatever it is. He's, he's improved about, this year. He's improved this year, but at the yeah. same token, he's scoring 50 points a game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah. who, nah, I don't know, who cares about defense? That's Mike D'Antoni's, you know, motto. But like Kobe said, you're never gonna win with that type of playing. Style. It's true. It Fair is enough. true.
1: And I completely agree with him. James Harden
2: agreed with him. They interviewed James Harden, he said the same thing. He's like, I agree. You can't win with the isolation
1: basketball. It won't work. That's not work, man. LeBron's tried it, and that's why he hasn't had a winning finals record. Can't win with the isolation basketball. That is very true.
0: That's that's a good point. Now, obviously, when it comes to sports, we know we have the rest involved. Now, do you guys think that the ref refing has been really poor for the the duration of the playoffs?
1: (laughs) The year, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's simply getting ridiculous. You got players, you know, throwing hands and cussing and this and that, especially Draymond. Draymond should be out right now. Every time I see Draymond play, I'm like,
2: somebody needs to tee this guy up. should be out with technicals. They're missing travels.
1: Yeah. Blatant travels. Like, carries. everybody can see the, the carries. And and one thing you got to really note throughout the whole year is James Harden in that free throw line. Yeah. I think yeah. James Harden's had more free throw attempts than than teams combined. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. That's crazy. Touch and his beard. He's going
0: to the line. Yeah, like,
1: it's just getting out of hand. I think they need to. Uh, and another thing I've been seeing them do lately is making calls after the shot. Yeah, waiting to see if the shot rolls in. Yeah, to make a call if, if it doesn't roll in, they're gonna make the call. If it does, they don't call anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's and true.
2: It's getting worse on both ends in the finals. It's been pretty bad, bad. it's yeah. been pretty bad. And and you know, we we've, we we knew that this was kind of gonna happen because it happens all the time, it happens all the time. It's not something fresh, like it's not you know, new. Uh, that's one of the main things that was talked about even before the finals started was the officiating. Yeah. Right? Because they, for some reason, the NBA will put the worst refs together to ref one game. Like, they don't spread them out (laughs) properly. And, you know, sometimes you see Tony, as soon as, honestly, as soon as Raptors fans hear Tony Brothers is refing the game, everybody's just like, oh, my God, here we go again. Right? Because... Everybody has to remember for the people that have played basketball before. I know Josh, D, we all we've all played basketball before. When you're in a team environment, you know, officiating can really affect the pace of the game,
1: yeah. Like, it affects you mentally as well. Yeah, not only you have or you what refs making call this way, uh, you gotta think about how you're gonna approach that on offense. You know, what I'm saying the refs really Just whistle up you towards offensive calls that forces you now you maybe got to be less aggressive and change your game plan
2: we saw that game too we saw that game too with with Kyle Lowry getting fouled out right and and when it happened I turned to you guys and I was just like at the end of the day like you can't if you know that the refs are you know stopping every single play and calling fouls or whatever it may be you can't play with the same aggressive mindset like that sucks Right, like, and it sucks, and it's like you you want to, and you know you, but you gotta be careful. You like you gotta be careful. There's gonna be bad calls. I understand
1: that, but at the same respect, you can't. Fit, like, you every time, man, every time down, there's a long. There was a long stretch um, in game. What was it? Game three. That that these guys were just making a lot of terrible calls, <laughs> like a lot <laughs> straight of straight offensive calls. Yeah. To, Three the key on defense. Like, I've never seen so many of those called. And yeah. you're seeing foots in a restricted area, but they're calling charge. And it's ridiculous. It's really simply ridiculous. Like like DeMarcus said that one time. It's simply ridiculous. The calls need to be better. refs. I don't know.
2: Sub the refs. I don't yeah. know what to <laughs> Sub say. <the> refs. <laughs> walk with a, say bench of refs.
1: <laughs> a bench of reps. Reps and just walk with them. And start getting pay cuts or something. Oh yeah,
2: and and even though even though I myself I'm Toronto biased, the calls were bad both ways. Yeah, like me and Josh were talking about this on the that car. On both like sides. yeah, on both sides, like the calls were pretty bad. There were some calls where I was just like, hey, like you guys are missing that double dribble, or like you guys are missing, like even the they goaltending calls. Goal-tend, yeah. yeah. On I think was the
1: that, that should out the goal Yeah. Yeah, like
2: the mm-hmm. like what Boogie laid it up, it hit the backboard, it didn't hit anything else.
1: And
2: yeah, he Big two travels, <laughs> two, two travels, one late game on Kawhi. But yeah. then again, Kawhi did kind of
1: get fouled mm-hmm. uh during during that moment in time. And it's crazy because that's the exact same play that happened in game two with Steph Curry mm-hmm. getting fouled, but yeah. he's still traveling at the same time. So you either mm-hmm. got to make one call or the right, other. Yeah, yeah. What ended up happening? If he gets the dagger three, what ends up happening in game three? Bro, bro. Dagger, dagger three by Fred Van yeah. is throwing it up, yeah. throwing up a prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these are critical moments that yeah. affect the outcome of the game that yeah. it needs to be clamped down on. That's- I get they'll let them play. At the end of the game, but at the same time, you need to be able to pick and choose when to
2: make a valid call. Yeah, okay. I have a question for you guys. All right. We know in most major sports, you have the option to challenge. Yeah you have the you have the you have the flag that you can throw in football the challenge a call same thing in baseball you can challenge a call and yeah. uh, baseball actually just implemented where i think it's i, I don't know if it's after the 7th inning or whatever it is every single game breaking call is now reviewed automatically
0: okay that's fair. is
2: that something that should be implemented into the nba
0: mm.
1: i think 100% i think the way the game is now uh, the, the way it's set the pace of the game. There's no way you can see everything with your naked eye, yeah. and especially at critical moments of the game where there's there's situations where it's costing the team to win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And there's nothing you can do, and then they're telling you two days later that they're oh, sorry, we made, a we made a mistake. <laughs> Whoopsie! <But laughs> you can't accommodate for that now because you guys already awarded
2: the winner. You like, could you? Could you imagine like a call that? Let's say okay, let's go back to game two. All right? Steph traveled.
1: They reviewed it, and they, they declared, declared it, it to
2: travel. And they declared it travel. Now let's go back to game three that just happened. Kawhi traveled on mm-hmm. that, and to the same token, Fred hit the three. three yeah. All right? What if this is game seven on either side? What if this is game seven and that shot happens? What is the NBA going to go say now? Oh, yeah, sorry, we missed that call, but it's too late. The other team already to has a championship. The, like, thing is,
1: the thing with the NBA is there's a lot of nitpicking that goes on. Late game, they'll pick whichever play they will choose to review. Yeah, yeah. So if it's crazy. a game seven, I'm sure they're gonna review yeah, that yeah. just because it's a game, just seven, it's a game due seven due to the scenario. Yeah. But like you said, they should be able to be able to challenge calls because I guarantee Nick Nurse wants that charge that that Draymond got back. Yeah. You and it, and
2: it's it just like it's just like it's just like timeouts, right? It's just like timeouts because. At the same token, you you as a head coach in the NBA, you gotta use your timeouts like very Boxing wisely. Sure. Very yeah. wisely, which is one of the reasons why I think we lost game two is when Nick Nurse pulled that timeout for no reason. And then we literally what finished the rest of the minute 30 yeah. in the fourth with no timeouts left. All right, he which is why in, we ended up going the box in and one.
1: Because <laughs> you
0: don't have that much time you management don't. with basketball. With football, you can control the clock <laughs> if you're on offense, like go out of bounds, stop the clock. Um, spike all that different stuff, but with basketball, it's hard. It's free
2: reign. The clock's just running, it's just gonna run. So <laughs> the clock's just running no matter can't. what. So. so I
0: think the NBA should implement it. Like, Mr. Silver,
2: two, do your job, bro. I think two. I think I think two challenges in the in a game for a coach for is a whole game, for a or whole like game, a for And a whole if game. it's wrong, you lose a timeout, I mean, yeah, you know yeah I mean, exactly. You, I don't even you take the risk. You take the risk. I don't even want, I don't even need more than two because more than two then you're going to slow down the pace of the game. You're slowing down the pace of the game. But I think two is enough. One, one a half. <laughs> like, yeah. What, do, what more do you really need? Like one a half. Like, let's say that game two happens. Uh, Steph Curry travels. Yeah. Just use your, one of your challenges there. Get that overturn. Raptors get the ball back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I bet money you go going to score it. You understand what I mean? And same thing the other way around with Kawhi mm-hmm. traveling. Yeah. You pull, out, you pull out that challenge. And, and at the end of the day, it's, yes, there's changing the pace of the game with that, but at the same time, it's making it a more fair game because you're just laying out what actually happened on the court.
0: So that leads me to my next point. Now, obviously, the rules have changed over time and all those sort of things. So what would you say would you want from the older days when Michael and Shaq and them played, to be implemented in today's
2: game? Oh, uh, the physicalness. Okay. Yeah. Physicality? Yeah, physicality. Uh, Hand-checking. <laughs> Hand-checking was a lot of the NBA. Yeah. Guys would be slap-boxing each other down, <laughs> down in the post. Man, the game is soft now. The game, the game is soft now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fouls are called if what so technically fouls are supposed to be called if what the shot is altered yeah. okay, let's say a shooting foul if the shot is altered but you know if there's two guys down in the pose jarring at each other somebody's trying to back another guy down like you know get in the pose Yo, know, let these guys play you understand what i mean like let these guys play let it get a little bit physical yeah. i i that physicality needs to come back i think I'm, the
1: the level of Competition needs to be raised back. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. With these guys all trying to formulate super teams. That are like I, I just don't get it. Because you'd never see Larry, <laughs> Larry Bird, and Bird and Magic and, Magic yeah. and Jordan team up yeah. on one team. You know what I mean? Because they didn't really have that sort of freedom back in the day to be doing – all that stuff. I think even when you look back at Chris Paul trying to join up with Kobe and and, and, and they didn't let that happen and they and intervened then. with that trade yeah. and said we can't have that happening because it's gonna break the NBA, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're gonna win. It's it's given you're not the favorites yeah. if you get Chris Paul, Kobe and Powell on the same team. Yeah. You yeah. know now what I mean? mean he's cool. I, I think we need to spread Lamar out the talent. Team. Yeah. Spread sure. out the talent because there was a, once a time where we really didn't know who's going to no win the final. Yeah, you didn't we're know. Looking at each just team, it. we're like, oh, yo, that's a really good matchup. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? We're having Denver versus Lakers. Will Denver actually win this year? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, would never, you would never know. Spurs win this year? Who's winning? Celtics? Yeah, you don't know because it's
0: you all know what there. Mean?
2: It's all there. Now you have people at the start of the season. Oh,
0: Warriors in four. I like, <laughs> be right. Because with football, as you guys know, it's harder to time. it's harder to formulate a team that's based off trades. Like the whole Cowboys dynasty back in the 90s, they have to build that up, kick people off, build it up again, kick people off and formulate it. Even with Brady, like, you know, most of us don't like the Patriots. We can respect that they did it from scratch. Yeah. Half the guys we, that are on the roster, we don't even know. That's mm-hmm. true. In college,
2: that's you true. You can develop. Good so. development. And, and the, that's one of the main differences, too, is that in the NBA, you sign for, what, four years, five right. years sometimes. In the NFL, people sign for a year. <laughs> like, for a long Because time. you really – it's year by year in yeah. the NFL, whereas in the NBA, you could look long-term. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could look long-term. In the NFL, it's kind of like you sign a guy for a year, you kind of try to figure out as fast as you can with 16 games – you know, how how good your team's going to be for the playoffs and you need to find the right mix and match because it's one and done in the NFL. One and At least you get seven games in the NBA. But I agree with that. The level of competition and physicality needs to return to the game.
1: It does. You touch a guy now, it's a foul. <laughs> foul. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? Where, where's the intensity of the game? We need to see these guys go out there and play, man. Back hard. in the day, it was a dog fight to win, win, win out there. It was super hard to win If you didn't get one punch,
0: you didn't get Play hard enough, bro. Like if your breath is high in the NBA, you're gonna get a foul nowadays, bro. yes yeah. said, if your breath is yeah, high. it's <laughs> true. You are. Like they touch James Harden's beard foul. That doesn't even make any oh, sense. That makes
2: no sense to me. Like, and it's, it's it gets annoying because sometimes, like sometimes, I see players go up for shots and every time they land, they throw their hands up in the air and they're like, oh, my God, like, where's the call? Where's the call? I'm like, bro, I'm like, can you please up, get back on defense? Like, That's- Steph Curry's already at the basket, bro. Like, <laughs> this
0: guy's just standing here with the ref, roll, The
2: play is going the on. The play all is going on. You know what I mean? It's just the level of physicality needs to return. right? And it, it needs to return. But at the same time, I, it probably is not going to. It probably is not going to because yeah, of you wanna, health safety. You want to keep the players safe. Yeah, yeah. I no I respect, but at the same
1: time, you gotta let these players play. You know, what I'm they're saying? grown men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these guys are grown men, professionals.
2: Well, because the game's faster now, right? The yes, game is so, far yeah, faster, faster, faster now. Back then, it was way Pretty more slow, physical. Yeah. It was slow, but it was like a lot of guys were bruisers. But
0: we're not saying that they should do the hack a shack type thing. Yeah, but yeah. But just yeah. A, little a, little a little bit more physicality kind of would be nice. Like not calling everything. You're, you're basically wasting time. You have
2: guys flopping off screens. Like.
0: do you guys deserve, like, Oscar, bro. Half of them, half of them deserve Oscar. Actors. Straight actors. actors, bro. And continuing on. Now, obviously, Toronto has a pretty solid fan ba- base for those who've been here since day one, since 95. And then there's also been people who've jumped on the bandwagon. Like, and for the Warriors it's the same thing because when we were kids, the Warriors were booty, bro. They were trash.
1: Bro.
0: Yeah, they were very, like Barry They have nah, Davis. Davis was, you know, but they you <laughs> know I'm not saying like the organization itself. Well, Monte it Ellis.
1: Like, <laughs> Monte Ellis? Yeah, they had Monte Ellis, <laughs> Steven Yo, Jackson. Jason Richardson. Jason Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. That's some great players.
0: They had good players, but the organization wasn't to the same yeah, extent. The same is, no. So who do you think fan base is more annoying when it comes to liking?
2: Oh Toronto, Toronto, but okay, and, and Toronto, you kind of get it both ways because our fan base is absolutely incredible. Like we have a ton of fans, but at the same time, you have a lot of those fans that are bandwagoners. Yeah. Like a lot of those. I'm, fans gonna, are bandwagoners. I'm gonna go ahead and say Golden State because if you look at that
1: game um, that they just lost yesterday. Half the the arena was well empty. At yeah, the end. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, and I and I
2: said that real my sister fans, was watching the game.
1: Real fans, real fans stayed, stayed to
2: the end of the bro, game. Real fans. That stayed. was yeah. that
1: happened in Toronto. You had yeah. people still standing outside. Yeah. yeah, I just think we got more uh more fake fans. Yeah. Due to – because we've never been we've never here been. before. And yeah. the money. Well, and the, we, money, and the money. For the last past four years, everybody's standing outside at Jurassic Park. Okay.
2: Arena's mm-hmm. always been full. Yeah, because somebody – In the playoffs. Who was it? It was Stephen A. Smith that brought that up, right? That in the third quarter when Golden State went on that 18-0 run, fans yeah, I mean, were – always
1: uh, – yeah. I don't
2: think you know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of those guys are just – Straight up haters. <laughs> yeah, but somebody he said somebody said something that piqued piqued my interest a lot was that because this is the first time that we've had an NBA Finals outside of the United States and the ticket prices are so high, you get a lot of people who aren't actually fans of 100%. the game at the game because they can afford these tickets. Yeah, I sure. guarantee you, if you took the people that were in Jurassic Park and put them in the stadium, nobody's moving. Yeah, nobody's I guarantee that. it. Nobody's moving.
1: The thing is, though, you got to understand that, like, during around the third quarter, it's always usually empty to start off. So I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah,
2: like, it's halftime, bro. People, of course, people have the, the back session signs. Like, you want you me to pee myself in my in. seat, bro?
1: <laughs> it it's understandable. Table. Everybody still came back, and it was still very close at still the end, and everybody back. stayed. Stayed, yeah. To the end.
0: He just doesn't want to be wrong, bro.
2: Yeah, and, it, and like I read Stephen A.
0: Smith, but a lot of times, some of these analysts they just talk, bro. I don't even know if they understand you know, what they're talk
2: saying. To talk, talk, bro. talk to talk, and A lot of those guys talk to talk. You guys seen what Max Kellerman said the other day? About- okay. Yo, listen,
0: I'm gonna tell you this, bro. If if it's not boxing, I don't want to hear anything else.
2: <laughs> I heard him say something so preposterous. Bro. They asked him, who would he have if it's like. If it's, like, win or lose, four seconds left on the clock, dynasty time to win the championship. Who does he want taking a shot, Iguodala or Curry? And the man said Iguodala. <laughs> Just, <laughs> those guys are all
1: clowns. You got
0: Skip
1: hating on Kawhi, number two. He likes yeah, to he, needs, he needs to stop he for to no stop. reason whatsoever. You got... You got Max Kellerman switching up every day saying he's the best player in the world. Oh, I never said that about Harden. Oh, yeah, I did say that about Harden. You know what <laughs> like, Come on, bro. Just pick aside Stephen A.O., I was very wrong.
0: You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? like, you're wrong you know, the majority, majority of the time. He's always
2: time. wrong. And he's look how many wrong. of them, look how many people said that Toronto had no chance. Of, everybody knew that every Toronto was going to be in round though. since every- Philly. Oh, Steve my God. All those guys. They analysts, can't Canada, do it. So, they can't do it. Everybody knew Toronto was going to be Orlando. Fair game. Orlando's a good, Orlando's. young, competitive team. Orlando's not there yet. They're not there, yet. They're not there yet. Not yet. Whereas you have Philly, who was probably of next to Milwaukee, was probably our biggest our biggest competition. I, when Philly,
0: when we were going to face Philly, I figured that it'd be an equal matchup. I yeah. thought it would, Raptors would take it in five or six because I know that Philly doesn't have that experience yet. That's the only reason why yeah. I'd say but and they're still so fresh.
2: They're still so fresh well it's not like Toronto's not fresh either. I mean they kind but of rolled hole, in with I like, say ben, ben Simmons is
1: and and Joe and can't coexist. They can't they because can't. Ben Simmons has no jump shot at all. And then and that's Joel and yeah. wants a yeah. low post. So yeah, two people trying to do the same crowding thing. it up probably
2: it up. Trying to do the exact same thing. So you
0: think they should get rid of Ben?
2: I think you if Ben Simmons doesn't find a shot, yeah. if Ben Simmons can't find a jump shot, and Kobe said this about Ben Simmons too, if Ben Simmons can't find a jump shot, there's yeah, not really going to be a Maybe they should pick the up, uh,
0: what's his name? D'Lo, bro.
2: I don't think D'Lo wants to leave Brooklyn.
0: He doesn't want to, but it would be
2: I a good fit for right. him. And if I'm speaking Brooklyn, I'm Brooklyn, Brooklyn, keeping D'Lo. Uh, speaking of
1: Brooklyn, Kyrie seems like he really wants to go to Brooklyn, that's because he like he grew up in New Jersey, right? Yeah, that's where he hometown is. Yeah, hometown is where he played basketball. Yeah, bro. and and it's crazy. I don't know how they can coexist with DeAngelo, and
0: that's the thing. No, they can't.
2: I mean, they're two different. You can say the same thing with Kyrie being on Boston, though. Because you have Jason Tatum, you have Marcus yeah, Smart. Yeah, nah, they
1: need a point guard, though. I mean, Marcus Smart came in the league as a shooting guard. All right, yeah. I don't know.
0: So we're just going to take another quick break of the suave experience with your boy DD. Got my guests, my homie Josh and Shane. And we will be back momentarily to wrap this show up. Yo, welcome to Wrap It Up DD. We're going wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So today we're talking about the Raptors. We're talking about playoffs and we're continuing on. I think Shane, you had some stats that you wanted to pull up so let the people know and all that.
2: All right. Um so first thing we're gonna start with is obviously we know we're a Raptors bias podcast here. Yeah. We're all from Toronto. But if we actually take a look at uh the Raptors playoff schedule, let's date it back to uh April 13th, which was the first game against Orlando. Yeah. Okay. We lost that game. Mm -hmm. We then went on to win Four straight, take that series. All right. And then we also won first game against Billy. Now, with all of the issues that the Raptors have faced in the past with game ones. Okay. All right. Winning this game one or winning the game one against Golden State at home, how much of a momentum boost do you think that is for the rest of the series? Even considering we played the next two games. Yeah. Do you think that? That game one Raptors curse is now broken.
0: It should be broken, more or less. I think it's been broken even when they beat Milwaukee, bro. If I'm looking at it that way.
2: No, but even when we played Milwaukee, we lost the first two. Two We lost the first two games against Milwaukee. And then that's when a lot of people were like, oh, that's it. You know, I knew this was going to happen. The Raptors are done. And then what did we do? We came back and went four straight. (laughs) We went four straight. I think the most
1: important win, game one win, is the NBA Finals. Because it takes the pressure off you as a team now to get a win. You know what I mean? You got that first win under your belt. Now you're more confident going throughout the whole series. And it just only goes up from there.
2: And And the thing is, too, like, we won that game one. Okay, Even the game two that we lost, it wasn't like... It wasn't like we got blown out Warriors style. You understand what I mean? Like, usually if the Warriors beat a team, they're 20-ing that team. Mm -hmm. Or they're putting 15 up on that team, or whatever it is. They had that run in the third quarter where they scored 18, or they went on an 18-0 run. But it's not like the Raptors were ever out of the game. Right? The Raptors were never out of the game. It was always a close close game. So how often is it that you even see a team like Golden State, have trouble like that. Like, Let's before. just say this. They've pretty much coasted through the playoffs. Golden
0: State?
2: Golden State has pretty much coasted through the yes. playoffs. Yeah, they I, definitely I have. I swear like, no. The I,
0: Clippers give them some work. I bro. say,
2: yeah, the Clippers
1: are the closest thing they've had seen to us yeah. in terms of defense. They weren't expecting that defensive intensity to come out of the Clippers in the, the very first round. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... You shy away from that by playing, I think, who did they play next? Houston. Houston, who's yeah. more of an offensive-minded oh, team. And then, and then you swept. play Portland, who you swept Easy. last year. Easy, yeah. And now this year, again, who doesn't really, not really a defensive-minded team. And now we've limited them to 109 points every, every single, single game. game. <laughs> yeah, So that That's says a, a lot about... Toronto's. Beating. You just in today's NBA, you're gonna need to score 115, 120
2: yeah, yeah, to get that because when like you and it's funny that you bring it out because I'm literally scrolling through uh, the Warriors uh, post game like scores yeah. and every single game that they won 121, 132, 113, 129. Like there's only probably two games on here the entire one game on here two games on the entire playoffs that are under 105. And, and it was 104 it was one. under 105.
1: That means, and they still won. You're Limiting <laughs> that means you're limiting the other team to 12 points. Yeah, right. So uh, it's it's a, it's a game on both ends. Defense is key. You know what I'm saying. And the Raptors should definitely be up three nothing right now. Mm-hmm. But it was their offense that just couldn't get going
2: in game, game two. two. Could I you mean, imagine when you hit those open shots? In game you hit those two? open
1: yeah, shots, so you win game one. two.
2: You win game you two. You come back here and win game three. Yeah,
0: and you three possibly
1: eight. sweep these guys. Yeah, nah, these <laughs> three, you that's, possibly sweep these that's guys. Crazy. That's crazy. And that's exactly what happened against the Bucks. We yeah. swept Bucks. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. two, <laughs> you lost four straight. You got swept. Yeah,
0: you guys. pretty much you get. And
1: yeah, Warriors, I mean, you win, you you win one, lucky one. You win a very lucky game. Extremely lucky. And so. you, you just, <laughs> you just not gonna get that lucky again. Eighteen 0 is is. We haven't seen that since. The
2: ABA and NBA merged. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how rare that is? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so 18-0 run, that's crazy. I, I don't see that happening again. And the thing is, it, and okay, still got to give credit to Golden State, but even on that 18-0 run, it wasn't even like Golden State's defense was saying anything. Uh, we uh, were Raptors just were missing their, wide open shots. Rockers were their own kryptonite. You got Warriors didn't score for
1: three minutes
2: in that fourth quarter. Three and minutes. And then, and that same, that's exactly what I'm saying. At that same what point, that say? the Warriors, uh, the Raptors defense kind of shut them down at a certain point. Yeah. But we just couldn't make shots, which has really been our Achilles heel the entire playoffs. Yeah, we don't have anybody that's really a, a dominant three-point wing shooter,
1: <clears throat>
2: which we might have to add. Clay, if you're listening to this.
0: Yo, that'd be Clay
2: Thompson if you're listening to this. <laughs>
0: that'd be We
2: gotta bro. add somebody. We <laughs> <You> gotta <laughs> add someone. I don't
1: know who, where it's gonna come from. Maybe KD might run back, you yeah. know, come over here. i Aubrey. I mean Kate it's not like KD didn't do it before, join the winning team. Yeah. Could
2: you imagine it's... Katie leaves the Warriors and comes to Toronto? <laughs> I wouldn't so, be surprised.
0: If that does happen, then the Raptors would be good for a while. If and Kawhi stays too.
2: Okay. That's what we need to that's yeah. what we need to finish off on.
0: So yo that's we, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you already know that Kawhi is here and right now. The question is, will he stay? That's what people have been saying for the last couple that's why even when he got signed, people were questioning that. Will he stay? Will he go? So, Josh, Shane, who? what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Do you think the dude's going to stay, yes or no, and why? You can go first. Well, I, think, I personally
1: think he stays. I mean, there's nothing that the organization didn't do for him in terms of load management, making yeah. sure he was all right, mm-hmm. how much minutes, where he would be getting the ball. He said he's grown a lot offensively mm-hmm. playing here. You know what I'm saying? He said he's more free. On offense, I think he enjoys this team. He's called Kalari. A nickname a couple of times. He <laughs> loves Kyle. Like his yeah. yeah, he loves his they call him. They, he, they call him Y. And he stopped y. on the show with Ibaka. That his was son. so funny. His son so funny. is born in Toronto. That's crazy, huh? So All I right. think, yeah, he Man's has kids son a son born in Toronto. Ooh.
0: He's a Canadian. Youth.
1: So I think, you know, he stays on a short-term deal, maybe okay. two or three two years. Years. Two years. And he stays, gives us a chance to, you know, put some pieces around him. He likes what he sees. He stays. I think he's more so of a guy that just wants to play for a franchise that has his best interest yeah. in mind. Not the more so the, the area. area. I think his uncle is more concerned about the area yeah. more so than what
0: Kawhi really wants. Listen, That's uh, true. That Who was best for you, though? Right. His, him, his kids and stuff. I know
2: for a fact, okay? I know for a fact that when Kawhi found out he was probably coming to Toronto, he probably wasn't happy. Yeah. I, and And... I don't, I don't blame him because the climate of the U.S. and how they treat, you know, Canada and how they treat, you know, Toronto, it's just they, they don't really think too highly of it. Yeah. But I think with Kawhi coming here and actually realizing what he is now in,
0: mm-hmm.
2: where he has not just a city backing him. He has an entire country backing him. It's like it's like a completely different thing. Like I and I've said this before. You will. I don't think you'll ever see a fan base come out and support a team more than we've seen people come out and support the Raptors yeah, this year.
0: Because we did the same thing with Vince Carter when we were kids. That like he was our Michael Jordan, right? So Kawhi, I'd say he should stay, even for economic purposes. Bro. You didn't pay the USB, yeah. You you're, bringing your you're bringing I'm in money. You're bringing in money. are offering them a lot. Yo, and how I'm much stay here. people would like to sponsor him here? There's a, meals,
1: all that stuff.
2: Kawhi can dine here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think, you know, people mention the weather, but like Come
2: on, bro. What, what does that mean, matter? You're time, on the road. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. On yeah. Come on.
1: And by bro. the time you're done playing, it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> you <can laughs> here in the summer, summer in <laughs> Toronto. If
2: you guys okay, if, if, if Toronto is probably yeah, the best, best places.
1: Multicultural <laughs> places to ever, <laughs> we ever. be. Heavy. We have so much festivals going on. Bro. And it's crazy. All those what taste of Danforth. Oh, they They
0: have what's it called?
1: Wonderland c bro c Yo And come they're on, doing
0: man. like The Taco Fest Now Pizza Fest oh, Yeah yeah, on. everything. Oh,
2: Not to mention All the Rip Fests Fest. Yeah Rip, look, You the, can go to Rip In every In every city In, every city. in, every city, yeah. in the GTA
0: We touch Brampton If you
1: want If The great <laughs> city a place mm-hmm. a lot of Stuff to do And I think he realized With your family
2: I think he realized that I think he realized that He probably He probably looks at it now And he's probably like Wow like I never knew Toronto like, was BC like this. I got to credit him though for
1: being very professional about yeah. the way he's yeah. handled his yeah. his business about in terms of free agency. Yeah. Hasn't spoke about it much because we have people like KD. You know <laughs> what's going on. Social media going crazy. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. Responding to everybody that has something to say. If him. You go look you know, at like, Kawhi's Twitter
2: account. He hasn't tweeted since like 2015. Really. That's what I'm <laughs> he, saying he doesn't even go on social media. That's hard. You know how hard that is to do as a NBA player, wanted,
0: but he's not even posting. And probably. the thing is, like, I don't like. I respect Antonio Brown as a player, but I don't like how he handles handle himself. Yeah, like, like, mm-hmm. like you already got traded. It's over.
2: Like, why are you <laughs> going after Juju some more? Like, <laughs> I
0: mean, Juju didn't yeah, even do yeah, anything. Do anything. I don't
1: even guys yeah. in, in the league right now. Yeah. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah,
0: shout out his YouTube channel. Like, he's probably the most like authentic YouTube um, athlete okay. out there right now.
2: I saw this tweet last night, and it actually, it made me laugh. I don't know if you've seen it when I retweeted it. But somebody said, giving Kawhi free food for life is all fun and games. Until Uncle Dennis pulls up on oh, you, yeah, ten, 10 minutes, 10 minutes clothes and orders <laughs> for 25.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, is it just for him only? Or is it like for him and his people?
1: It's
2: like, for him and his people. It's for him and his people. It'll definitely be. Uh, You're telling me if Kawhi's girl ran uh, into a restaurant that said Kawhi can say, they're not going to get.
0: it I heard him. my dad say, he's like, maybe you should just give it to him and his wife and kid.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: it, bro. Because, like, you know
1: how we roll, bro. Black I do
2: Yeah, but I highly doubt his whole family's moving to Toronto. No. Yeah, his it's it's he has his house in here. San Diego still that he bought yes. earlier this year. Yeah. And we found out yeah. a couple yeah. days ago yeah. that he did buy a house <laughs> or a pro- he did buy a property here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know about you guys, but that's, if you're going to buy, if you're from the States and you're buying property in Canada, yeah. if you don't live in that property... For I think it's like a certain period of time out of the year, you have to pay a 15% uh like some sort of fifty percent tax yeah. on, on your on top of your like your mortgage or whatever it My is. My thing is he he also
1: has the opportunity to make the most money uh, yeah. uh, here. Is here. Because what we pay him what, term. 30, 40 million more than any other team can. Yeah. Yep. And you gotta think about it objectively as well, because um you probably would have bought a house in LA if he was going to LA and, and you bought a house in California, but not in that LA. It's yeah. San Diego, where She's he's better. actually from. So yeah. you know what I mean. So that's fine. And the arena is not even close to San Diego. <laughs> not and even not. It's, not it's like they're it's
2: far. It's far. An hour so from where so then... it's far. Yeah. I think he's he's definitely staying. He's staying. Uh, that tells me really that really right. he has his house in San Diego. He's gonna live there for part of the year, and then when he's in Toronto, I mean, he'll I mean, live at his property down here sure. yeah. for the other year.
0: Listen,
2: Yeah, Kawhi. If you're listening to this. We'll take care of you, my guy. You no, already you We've from? already seen your fresh braid-ups this season. You exactly, know Toronto can bro. take like, care
0: of you. Yo, back in San Antonio, they can't braid hair from.
2: They can't I, braid I, hair. I you
0: know. See. I know. Because San Antonio, like Chuck always roasts them like no the big old woman down there. Like, I, <laughs> I understand. I understand. They can't braid your hair, bro. You know, you got some you nice girls, bro. Some nice girls in Toronto, salons, all that stuff. Fresh lineups.
2: Yeah, bro. I've come never on. seen Kawhi's hair. Yo, Kawhi's hair used to be scrunchy, bro. He used, <laughs> he used to be, to be black. He used to be crusty. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> I seen oh, the, the man come to cleanest Toronto, rate cleanest braid yeah. up I've ever cleanest seen. All oiled major. and nice, all oiled, tight. lined up tight. It looks clean. I'm, I'm like, jeez, he looks like a real Toronto man. Like, he does. So fits awesome. the image of he Toronto. does. He does, he does. super fits the image. Quiet,
0: has a nice braid up, bro. Doesn't say much. All that stuff. So Kai Loki
2: looks like a hood man you'd see at like
0: bro. He looks like Jayden. he's from the Jaden Page man, bro. <laughs> he
2: looks he like he's a Jaden Page man, jungle man. Or <laughs> he definitely looks like one of those. We're talking Galloway Cataraki, boy, you Kataraki, know? <laughs> Galloway boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's what he looks like, bro. Honestly, quiet you want to stay, I think you should. Best option. So we're gonna wrap this stuff up English. here. We mentioned all the things in our show notes. We talked about how the playoffs have changed. We also talked about Toronto life and how the city. Has changed and how there's more of a collective effervescence, if you will. And we talked about the bandwagoning, the poor referee all these sort of things throughout the show. Now, I'm just going to let my homies plug whatever they're up to one last time. Before we
1: you know, go, though, uh, the- predictions on the finals. Okay. Everybody, who, what do you think? Who, who's winning? bro,
2: in You already know what I said, and I said it from the start of the season. I said Raptors in six. Raptors I, six. S- I still say Raptors in I'm six. I'm going to say Raptors in
1: five. Listen, Raptors man. Raptors
2: in five. Raptors in five is my ideal position because I want them to win it while they're here. Yeah. But I don't mind. Either way, I think they'll go six, but I don't care. if They go Would five. Would you go to Jurassic back. Park? I, I, I just, and it's so funny you said that. We literally just spoke about this before we walked in your house. Yo, literally, game five. We win game four. If we win Game Four, I'm you're gonna find me downtown Game Five because I want to be there when the Raptors win. A okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Like I, I would go downtown, but I wouldn't go like just for the Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm
2: there. I don't I'm there. I'm, not I'm standing, standing I'm not for I'm not I'm three hours to watch it on the screen, bro. Watch. Bro, you, you don't. You think it's a joke? I'm the. There. I am there. <laughs> right, so I not, don't even care. Remember remember, remember you said this, right? Bro, remember said, I said Hold me to that because you, you guys are going wow, to wow, wow, see the snaps. You guys are going to see the snaps.
0: If I text guy and he says he's at home, game five.
2: I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> there. Game five. If we, <laughs> game four, if we win game four. If we win game four, I'm there. I'm right, the Raptors in five. Let's go. Let's go yeah, Raptors, right, bro. Right, right, right. We the North.
0: All right. So, Josh, plug your social media. Plug what you're up to uh-huh. one last time.
1: You already know what it is. Joshua Fender. Jay Fendi.
2: Um on Instagram, Joshua Fender on Twitter. All right. Shane as well. And you guys already know what it is. Uh, I'll be posting, obviously, I'll be posting this uh this podcast as soon as we get it out. You guys can follow me on uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at ShaneH52 and on Twitter at Shane underscore Harris6. Of you already course, know what it of is.
0: course. And for me, you guys already know Didi underscore Didi the Suave kid. On all media, social media platforms, like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, bro. I'm on TikTok, man.
2: This guy's on TikTok.
0: TikTok is sick. <laughs> I don't even know anyone. I know, bro. I seen
2: some sketchy <laughs> stuff on
0: that. <laughs> Yo, know, some, you know, some of it's sketchy, but, like, honestly, it's What, what even is
2: that? Oh, the, it's, like, the the musically, bro. Yeah, it's, like, musically.
0: Yeah, pretty much the same thing. So, Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll be back again, guys. Yeah, of course. You already know if the Raptors win a championship, you already know we're gonna have some sort of special even if edition. they
0: don't win. Even the homies don't. are coming back because you know we'll be we back. young men are trying to take over, trying to do our thing. So you want to do, want to show love to the show. Make sure you share this because you share this on social media it shows you that you care about the show. You want to see the show prosper. Also, what you can do is make a good review on Apple iTunes, five stars. Nothing less than five stars. You think I deserve less than five? You're captain, bro. Listen. <laughs> Super yo, <capping>. just, exactly. <laughs> facts, man. So just make a good review on Apple iTunes. Subscribe to this podcast, whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. Doesn't matter. We're on 11 different platforms. So you just find it, whether it's Spotify, Apple iTunes, whether it be on Google Podcasts. It doesn't matter. Just hit me up there. If you have any questions, just DM me. You already know the tag. Any last words from the brothers on the show?
2: Yo, listen. If you guys have any subjects that you want us to talk about, because I know we talk a lot about sports whenever mm-hmm. we're here. But like, if you guys have any other topics that you guys want to talk about, definitely, definitely message any of us. Anyway, right? And anyway. literally message any of us. Obviously, we're we're very social media heavy. Yeah. So we're, we're always around our phones. You guys have any questions, messages, let us know. We'll make it happen. We always do. Yeah.
0: We'll come through for you guys, whether it be controversial or whether it be just mundane, we'll just talk about it. All right. So, yo, with that said, don't be lame. Don't be lame and make sure you stay up to date with the show. All right. All right. Keep your style. Stay a swap. This is your boy. Darius D signing off once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode.